0: Comics,
1: movies, music,
0: video games, technology,
1: Blu-ray, television. This
0: is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
1: The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in ten. I'll be there in ten Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. America's answer to Monty Python. Welcome to episode 498 of a half hour wasted. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. And we are Billless this week and next week. Bill is working and he could not join us uh, this week. Uh, plus, we had so we recorded some great shows last week. But Brad, you want to talk a little bit about what happened?
0: Well, they were probably two of our best shows ever. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I mean the just the back and forth and the rapport and the jokes. Oh my gosh, the jokes that were just flying, the jokes and the puns and the just the quick witticisms. It would have had you guys. We probably would have won an award, some kind of podcast award that we're not even aware of. That's how good those episodes
1: yeah. were. We probably would have won a potty.
0: Yeah, I re- we recorded. Uh, Speaking of potty, I'll be right back. No, I'm kidding. We recorded two episodes, and when I went back to start editing, it was me and nobody else. So the program Mm -hmm. that I use to record these Skype phone calls records me on one channel and records the Skype phone call on the other channel. Well, I had made a setting change earlier because of some reasons, and uh, it recorded uh, two 45-minute episodes of just me and silence. (laughs) So
1: so i that's was what pretty depressed last. about it yeah you uh when you told us you were pretty uh you were pretty bummed I and was... you didn't start editing until that evening and we had already gotten ready for the week at that point so there no, was there's no... no
0: way i would have come back an hour later and said hey guys we need to do this all over again i would have just shut down <laughs> cracked open a beer and sat on the porch for three hours <laughs> anyways we're back and yeah bill's freelancing making it rain
1: uh, but we do have some concrete news for episode 500, which is just in a couple of weeks. Brad, you wanna you wanna spill a lot those deets?
0: Yes. So we will. Uh, to, uh, this is episode 498 you're listening to. Next week, 499 will air, and then Labor Day weekend on September the sixth, Sunday, um, we are going to record our 500th episode of Half Hour Wasted. Um, we're going to do we're, we'll, we'll be on Skype and we want to invite our listeners to hop on Skype and join us so if you would like to be a part of the recording uh, send us an email at halfhourwasted at gmail.com give us your name that you like when you search people on Skype you can search two ways you can look up their name or you can look up their handle give us both of those that you um, you may not exactly remember the name you registered with Skype with, but maybe you do, but give us your Skype name and your Skype handle. And like, for instance, Bill's Skype handle is bill dot the voice. And I'm sure he didn't register Skype in, you know, that way he might've registered as William McDonnell or whatever. So, Give us both of those things. If you would like us to call you sometime on September the 6th, starting at 6 p.m. Central, we're going to record for a couple hours. Um, If you would like to participate, send us that email. We will eventually get back to you and let you know if we're going to call you in the 6 p.m. Central hour or the 7 p.m. Central hour, just so we can kind of give you a... You know, who, who likes waiting for the cable guy to come between
1: 8 a.m. and 5 p.m.?
0: Nobody likes that. Right. Right? So we're going to knock it down to an hour. We'll give you an hour time frame. If you want to participate, we are going to record the video portion also. And if you would like to be on the video, you can use your camera. Um, we would like to see your faces. If you would not like to be on the video, you can turn your camera off or... If you would like us to see your face but not be on the video, then I can cover your face and post. But do you really want to take a chance on what I cover your face with? So it's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you. We would like uh, to see your face while we talk to you. And uh, But, again, you can just make an audio call. You can accept our phone call with audio or video. That It's your choice. Yeah. Um, Go ahead.
1: And and the reason why we're using Skype is that that is the recording software that you work with, Brad. We realize there's Zoom, we realize there's Microsoft Teams, but the software that we use works with Skype.
0: Yeah, the audio recorder that I'm using now records Skype phone calls. I could probably figure out how to do it another way. I choose not to. Um, and uh, if you would like to participate, just have a Skype uh, phone call with us, and we will. I will eventually post the audio. Uh, the video, you know, on YouTube or our webpage, or I'll help. I have Russ help us figure out how to do that. But anyway, or maybe our Facebook um, page group as well. So, anyway, that's uh, Sunday, September the 6th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, And You can also send send us some emails and we can read them online. Sure. That's another option. You don't want to be a part of the Skype phone call, send us an email or send us an audio clip, whatever you want. Um, Now that I say that out loud, if you send us an audio clip, because of the nature of the Skype and the Skype recording, I don't necessarily know... No, that's not true, because you know what I could do is hook up the mixer, tell Skype to listen to the mixer for my half of the conversation, and I could pipe in... Uh, audio clips that way. I'll figure it out. You send me
1: something and I'll figure it out because I'm a genius. uh, Yeah, and Brad, I'm going to make it easy for you. If you can't get that to work, edit this part out of the show and no one has to know about the audio clip.
0: Right. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So, yeah, September 6th, Sunday, 6 p.m. is when we will start recording episode 500. So half hour wasted at gmail.com. If you would like to participate in the Skype phone call, send us your name and your Skype handle.
1: Thank you, Brad. All right. So we got a couple things on the agenda, uh, here this week. I was going to start off with a story about YouTube music and, uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory. Brad, did you, is there something you wanted to throw out about YouTube? Oh, um,
0: I just found my buddy, Kevin, right. Friend of the show. Uh, sent me a video, a YouTube video, of this guy named Mark Ribillet, Ribillet, M-A-R-C-R-E-B-I-L-L-E-T. He is a uh, music creator, and uh, he's very talented. A lot of his stuff is very silly. A lot of it is freaking awesome. Uh, Listen to the videos first before you just play them in front of your children, because some of them are inappropriate. Some of them are not M-A-R-C-R-E-B-I-L-L-E-T. If you like funk and soul from a white guy in glasses and a goatee (laughs) and a bathrobe, this is how he performs. He performs all his stuff in a bathrobe. Uh, This guy is very talented, very impressive. Look him up if you want to hear something pretty awesome.
1: You know, uh, uh, bringing up the bathrobe thing, uh, I am looking forward to being a 70 uh, year old man and always wearing a bathrobe wherever I go. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, clothes on, but a bathrobe over all the time.
0: Would you wear a yeah. silk bathrobe? Because it looks like his bathrobes are silk. Would you wear silk uh, or like terry cloth?
1: No, not even terry cloth. I would go with some type of thin cotton. Uh, and I would make sure that the uh, that the two ties are just hanging because that that makes you look crazy just constantly. So. Well, make sure you've got some boxers on or something. Oh no, I'll be fully dressed. It's just like oh. it'll be like I will always be wearing the robe. So like you may no have, matter
0: you <laughs> may have like business casual clothes on, but you're still going to have a robe on as well.
1: There you go. All yeah. right, I got it. I got it. <laughs> So I wanted to bring to the table uh, YouTube Music. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of this app. It's a streaming app, much like Spotify. Uh, But for years, prior to that, I have been using Google Music, which again is just like Spotify, but just via Google. And I used Spotify for a long time before I switched to Google Music. And the main reason I did, which I didn't realize this until I read it, is that if you sign up for Google music or YouTube music for that matter, you're automatically put into YouTube premium, which means no ads. So you you still get the same great music, but as a side benefit, you get to watch YouTube with no ads. That's why I, I use these services. But that being said, uh, Google Music announced that they were going to be shuttering that service and porting everyone over to YouTube Music, which is like, okay, that's fine. I was waiting for an email to come up to say for me to transfer. So I downloaded the app. And for some reason that day, someone had mentioned somewhere, someplace, uh, the Muppet Movie soundtrack. And I thought, oh, it has been ages since I've heard that. So I bring up the YouTube Music and I go, I'm going to listen to the Muppet Movie soundtrack. Sure enough, it's on there. I listened to the whole thing. Great. A couple weeks later, uh, I'm still using Google Music. I finally get the email that goes, okay, time to transfer. Press this button. All your favorites, all your likes, all your playlists, all uh, your library will all be transferred to YouTube Music. So I was like, press it. Great. So now I'm living in YouTube Music World. Well, so uh, a couple days later, I decide, hey, you know, let's, some recommendations. Let's see what comes up on YouTube Music. And the only thing YouTube Music knows is that I like the Muppet Movie soundtrack. So, all recommendations <laughs> from that point are nothing but Muppet Movie and soundtracks. And it is infuriating because, you know, I'm like, hey, let's see what contemporary artists are on and stuff. And suddenly it's like, you know, the soundtrack to The Great Muppet Capers. Oh, my gosh. No. The soundtrack to uh, uh, um, uh, Robin Hood by Hans Zimmer. It's like, no, I want to, you know, I want to hear the Decembrists. I want to hear the Lumineers. Come on. Anyway, so over the past few weeks, I've been listening to other music on YouTube music to kind of build that. That profile for myself, and it's finally got to the point to where I'm not getting all 100% soundtracks. I'm not getting all 100% uh, Muppet-based music. <laughs> anyway, I thought I just wanted to share that with you. So, when you
0: use those services, do you do, um, you can search out you know specific things to listen to? When you do that, does that change what comes up in your recommendations?
1: I don't know how. YouTube music works. Well, yes. To answer your question, yes. Uh, And I don't know how YouTube music does it, but I know how Spotify does it based on what someone told me via an article they (laughs) read, which is this. So if you pick a song you like or or an artist that you you like and you click you like it, uh, Spotify goes out, finds people who like that song and other songs that they liked, of course. And then they kind of cross reference and go, okay, well uh seventy percent of people who like that song also liked this song, so maybe he'll like this song and then that goes into the discovery category. And so, you know, it's always doing this research to kind of figure out, you know, based on the type of music you like. We all have different tastes, you know, sometimes You know, we want to hear 70s funk. Sometimes we want to hear, you you know, uh, rap or whatever. Uh, But that's how Spotify works, and that's why people like it, because they do a really good job. YouTube music has been um, definitely okay in the discovery category. I think it's still trying to learn my taste. So some of the music that's popping up isn't my first choice because of the whole soundtrack thing. I love soundtracks, but, I mean, sometimes you just want to hear popular music so uh, uh it, it, it's working well, I can recommend it. it's ten bucks a month, and uh you know it's it's all the music that that exists out there that people have licensed to give YouTube permission. It's the same library as Spotify as far as I can tell.
0: I'm an Amazon Prime member, so I get you know a lot of music on free on Amazon Prime. There's a lot to mm-hmm. listen to, but I went ahead and did the extra nine or ten dollars a month for the Amazon Unlimited. Yeah. And so now anything that, that they have in their catalog, I can listen to. Um, I've never really, I'm familiar with Pandora a little bit, you know, and know right. you can create a station and then it gives you music like, you know, one of my favorite bands is incubus. So I may, I made an incubus channel or whatever. And what it does is it plays a lot of incubus, but it also plays a lot of similar artists or sounds or whatever. So I don't know much about, I don't know much about um, uh, Spotify, but I know that every once in a while on Pandora, the free Pandora, it'll throw an ad in, right? Yeah. Um, Is that how Google Play used to work? And is that how YouTube music works? Do you like find a channel or like create your own channel or do you just hit play and it just starts playing music based on your likes or see I, I've never been that um, loosey goosey with my music taste I've always mm-hmm. said I know what I want to listen to I'm going to search it out I'm going to listen to it and then those recommended lists I always just X out of them because I know what I like I don't need a computer to tell me what I might like I know what I gotcha. like and I also like the thrill of stumbling onto something like that guy Mark Ribolette that I mentioned earlier. You know, a friend showed me that. Now you could say, well, Brad, that's what those recommended things are. You listen to them and you stumble on a new thing. Well, for some reason, those recommended lists, they turn me off. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. But...
1: But, but based on what you described, all those things are true. Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you get a recommended – you get a weekly recommended list, and it's just like, hey, based on your listening patterns, try these guys out. Okay. Uh, also, they have certain type of mood channels where it's just like, hey, you feel like, like listening to 70s stuff? Here's a channel for you. You want to hear 70s disco only? Here's yeah, a channel for you. you can search you that hear-
0: stuff out on Amazon Music as well.
1: Yeah, so it sounds like the, like the services are similar uh i enjoy streaming music you know it's just like uh, you know basically almost any song i can look up, i can think of will, will be on there and it allows me to kind of listen to contemporary artists too especially people who maybe i just like one of their songs i don't want to invest in a cd which to be honest i haven't bought a cd in ages can't think of the last time i bought a cd
0: um, I rarely buy CDs anymore, and if I do, it's because I don't like trusting, um, you know, the digital versions of things. I like being able to always have the physical copy that I can make my own digital copies from. Right. Um, or I know I'll, you're a vinyl Or, boy or I'll buy vinyl records, you know, and a lot of times those have download codes, and when I get um <clears throat> those download codes I'll download it and then I'll copy it to more than one place like I'll put it on my main laptop and then I'll put those other you know I'll I'll keep those downloads on a separate flash you know drive or a, or a portable hard drive or something like that but I I've pared down big time my CD collection I only have the hard copy CDs of those four five six bands that I will always and have always loved you know um,
1: so when you're an old man and and uh, you have that boom box by you, you can put in the CDs of, of the bands you love. And, yeah. Uh,
0: you know, I hope to be able to be in a nursing home someday with my record player my desktop speakers and just sit in my rocking chair all day listening <laughs> to vinyl music. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, everyone's dream to be in a nursing home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna impose
1: on my kids. Maybe my kids yeah. will give me my own room. Shut the door on your way out. You know, maybe. I mean, maybe they'll 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 have a shack for you in the back and yeah. uh, and uh, what what's commonly known as a, a mother-in-law house, but it can be a an old yeah. dad house. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind living above a garage or something. Yeah, especially when once you get uh, to a certain age and you just you know you, you just want to hang out. You don't yeah. want to. <laughs>
0: I love you, but get the hell out. Shut the
1: door. <laughs> okay, Brad, you had something about Star Wars that you teased me with, but I don't know what the what okay. it's about.
0: I'll give you a little backstory because it's, it's funny and sad at the same time, and I'm kind of exposing myself uh, when I tell you this, but it's funny how the brain works. So last night, um, I've mentioned before that I sometimes will go to the rodeo, the Fort Worth Stockyards rodeo and run camera for the rodeo. So I got there um a little early last night and I'm in the kind of the a busy section of the stockyards. I'm sitting on a chair, having a, a drink, watching people walk around and and um just people watching, you know, before I'm killing time before the show starts. And uh I'm watching a lot of people walk around with their significant others. And of course my brain goes there and goes Wonder if one day I'll have a significant other that I can do this with, and then out that was inside my head and then out loud my my mouth said, "I don't think he exists anymore and that that <laughs> that triggered the conversation that Uncle Owen and Luke were having about Ben Kenobi he our two he played a recording says so he's a or he, he, he says he's the property of somebody named Obi Wan Kenobi. I wonder if he means old Ben Kenobi. And then Owen says something like, ah, that wizard's just just crazy old man. I don't think he exists anymore or something like that. So when I said out loud, I don't think she exists anymore. It made me think of that line from star Wars. And then I started thinking about the conversation that Owen and Luke were having about Ben Kenobi. And he goes, he died about the same time as your father. And then I started thinking, wait a second. Did Owen and Beru, did they ever learn? Do they even know that Anakin Skywalker turned into Darth Vader? Do they know he is Darth Vader? And so I started... Or do they just think... Huh. uh, Do they think he was just a Jedi with with anger management issues? And so I texted my buddy Chris. I texted Ashley about that. And you know, Chris gave me his opinions and I can read those and we could talk about those. But then I phone called Ashley and we're sitting there talking about it. And we just talked about it for like 20 minutes. Do the Larses know that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader? And I'm starting to wonder, have I always just assumed that he knew that Anakin was Darth Vader? Then I, I go back to the dialogue and I think about, the things you know the 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 prequels and who did the larses meet well they obviously met anakin and i guess i guess that makes me your brother or whatever that line was and so they know okay i think about the line that owen says he goes no bruce says there's he's just got too much of his father in him And father in him. And and Owen says, that's what I'm afraid of. So where did that come from? Does he just remember Anakin being angry? And scary angry? Or does he actually know that Anakin turned into Darth Vader? And so Ashley and I were talking about it. And I started thinking, well, we don't know that he doesn't know that Anakin turned into Darth Vader. And so there's two lines of thought, at least that I came up with. As far as what we've been shown in the movies, and I honestly don't remember if the Clone Wars gave us any insight to this, but I don't think it matters because it happens in between episodes two and three. I started to ask Ashley, did the Larses ever meet Obi-Wan Kenobi? before he brought baby Luke back to Tatooine? Was that the first time that the Larses met Obi-Wan Kenobi? Because they obviously know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is because he gave Luke to them. But did they ever meet Obi-Wan Kenobi before then? And it's, go ahead.
1: Okay, so so this is still Obi-Wan. Does Obi-Wan know at that point, when he gives Luke over, that Anakin is alive or dead? Because the last time Ben saw him, Obi-Wan, he was on the side of the lava river, and he left him for dead.
0: I think at this point, it's unclear. Obi-Wan doesn't know 100%. He just knows he walked away to an limbless Anakin who was...
1: You have to assume uh, he thought was dead because at that point it's just like why, why bother? I mean, well, did he thought we for dead.
0: Yeah, he did, but he he didn't see Anakin die. When yeah. he left, he knew that he was still alive, and so I think if he thought it was necessary to kill, he probably assumed Anakin was gonna die. Because he was limbless and he was right next to the lava. So why cause himself more pain and nightmares and go kill his brother? Basically his word. You were my brother, Anakin. So I, he may have assumed that Anakin was going to just lay there and burn up and die. Nobody was going to come get him, but he does not know when he left. Mustafar. He did not know if Anakin was dead. He may have assumed he was. But let's think about the conversation that Yoda and Bail Organa and Obi-Wan were having when they were deciding to split up the children. You know, we need to protect these kids from the Emperor or whatever. Uh, Bail says, I'll take the daughter. I'll take the girl. And I think Yoda says to his home on Tatooine, or something like that to his family on Tatooine. I think he said that I could probably look up the script real quick, but I think it was known. Okay. Now I have to look up the script because now I'm getting in the the details.
1: You're you're getting into the weeds. Um, now, now you're, uh, sometimes the weeds make
0: a difference though.
1: Yeah. Um, based on what you're, what you're saying and what I'm, the way I'm trying to remember it, uh, I'm struggling to remember why was it important to hide Luke and Leia if they thought that Anakin was dead? Okay. Why I'm, would the emperor want them? So that's my line of thought. Go ahead.
0: Oh, listen, here it is. We must, uh, pregnant. She must still appear hidden safe. The children must be kept. Obi-Wan says, we must take them somewhere. The Sith will not sense their presence Split up, they should be. My wife and I will take the girl. We've always talked of adopting a baby girl. She will be loved with us. And what's of the boy? Yoda says, to Tatooine, to his family, send him. So at, at that point, it was common knowledge that Anakin had family on Tatooine. I don't know how they know that, but they do know that. You know,
1: uh, Attack of the Clones... They go to Tatooine, of course, Luke tries to rescue his mother, yeah, fails, so, and we that's where we first meet uh, right. uh
0: uncle and Aunt. I guess it's possible that in the interim between the two movies, you know there was some talk about his oh his brother in law is on tatooine, all right so i I suppose the details of how Yoda knows he has family on on um uh, Tatooine is irrelevant at this point because they know it's been a year. They and, could have talked about it.
1: Yeah. And the fact that they want to keep Yoda wants to keep the Sith away from the kids, because it would make sense that they are force sensitive because her father was so strong with it. So right. now that makes sense to protect them. Okay. So but go, going, going yeah, back to your question, back though, to the original does,
0: Do the Larses, uncle and aunt, do they know that Anakin is Darth Vader? I don't know. But I have to think that they don't. Because Owen says he died the same time as your father. And they did not change Luke's last name to Lars. If they knew that Anakin Skywalker had turned into Darth Vader and was still alive why in the world would they not name him Luke Lars?
1: Excellent point.
0: So, I think the only way I can sleep at night <laughs> is if I tell myself before I go to bed, Owen doesn't know. They they think Anakin's dead. Because, you know, it's possible. Okay, why do they think Anakin's dead? Well, it's possible that when in episode three when Luke uh, was taken to Tatooine. Obi Wan said, "This is Anakin's child. His name is Luke. Anakin died in battle. He died a brave death in in battle. Uh, we lost a lot of Jedi. We need you to protect this baby. You are his. What's only what's left of his family. His mother died, and the, you know from illness or whatever. And Anakin died in battle. You are the child's only family." So it's only right that you have him. He could have said something like that. We don't know. Now, Ashley, no, no, it was my buddy, Chris. Let me call up the text that Chris sent me when I asked him about it. Uh, Chris was not feeling well yesterday. So maybe he wasn't thinking clearly when he said, Owen may have heard rumors of order 66 and thinks he died? Or Kenobi lies to him in a cantina one night and told him he died that would be cool in the Kenobi show. So, yeah, maybe Kenobi did lie. I even just said that, you know. Yeah. Anakin just died in in Brave and Battle or whatever. But he said that would be cool in the Kenobi show. It would be cool if we learned in the Kenobi show some of these details. That would be really sweet.
1: And as far as we know, that is happening, or at least it was scheduled to happen, right? Ashley said she
0: saw a recent article that said it's still happening.
1: Good, good. Yeah, I think uh, all of us would love to see that uh um uh that that program happen uh based on the comic books though. You know, uh, Marvel and, and Star Wars they came out with in canon comic uh comic stories and there's a uh uh there's a story that follows Ben Kenobi uh while he's watching the boy and uh uh for the most part I think it was maybe one one issue. It's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> because Ben just kind of watches from afar and yeah. he's always making sure that, you know, the boy's taken care of and that the family's taken care of and stuff. Well, um, it's,
0: it's clear from the dialogue in that scene that, that Obi-Wan planned on staying there. Cause he says, I will take the child and watch over him. Like, yeah, I'm going to stay on tattooing and protect this kid. He doesn't need to know I'm there, but obviously Luke does know about Ben Ben Kenobi like he must have run into him you know a time or two and that would also be cool in oh uh, yeah in the Kenobi show if we get to see yeah so from that scene in The New Hope we know that Luke knows who that there is a man named Ben Kenobi that lives you know close by and out in the desert or whatever I guess it's all desert isn't it but um he goes I wonder if he's talking about old Ben you know Oh, that wizard's a crazy old man. It it sounds like the Lars family collectively knows that Ben Kenobi exists. You know, Uncle Owen is putting across the... Maybe he... You know what? This opens up another thing. Maybe he does know because he's trying to throw Luke off the scent. That wizard's just a crazy old man. Like, maybe... Owen does know that well, I was going to say, maybe he does know that Anakin's Darth Vader, but even if he doesn't, and Obi-Wan said, uh, obviously, your brother-in-law, Anakin, was very powerful in the Force. His We have to assume his children are, as well, the Empire, the Sith, they exist, they're going to want to find this kid.
1: Right, right.
0: So, he doesn't necessarily need to know that that Anakin was Darth Vader, but he probably does know that the Sith exist and it's vital that you protect this child. And that would jive with the fact that he didn't change his name. I think the real reason to why he didn't change his name is because George Lucas didn't know ahead of time, you know, how the story was going to play out.
1: That's probably the simplest answer. Uh, In, you know, for all we know, Skywalker could be Smith, you know, in the Star Wars universe, it could be like a very common name. Yeah, good. Like just like uh, Jabba is a very common name because they have to have the qualifier the Hut. You know, Jabba, right. Jabba oh. the Hut. Oh, that Jabba. Oh, I thought yeah. you
0: meant. I thought you meant Jabba the Rodian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, Jabba the Hut.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Not Jabba the Trandoshan? <laughs> no, 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 Jabba, Jabba the Hut. The Hut. Oh, oh, so you weren't talking about Jabba the Quarren.
1: No, no, no! I'm talking about the, the, the one on Tatooine, Jabba,
0: the Hut, the Hut, not not the monk, not Jabba the Mon Calamari, but Jabba the Hut. Yeah. The okay, Hutt. that Hutt. Jabba. Yeah, I know that yeah. Jabba. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, we and, have-
0: and then when when Ray says uh, to the old lady at the end of Rise of Skywalker, "I'm Ray Skywalker." The old lady, you know, we don't get a shot of the old lady going, ooh, Skywalker. I know about the Skywalkers. It was might have been the equivalent of, of her saying to the old lady, I'm Ray Smith. Good point. Yeah. Good yeah. point, Frank. Yeah. All right. I'll, so I'll just quickly to wrap it up, because I know we're over. Have you I guess, I guess Have you ever asked up. yourself that question or was that ever a question that never occurred to you? That question
1: never occurred to me. Well, regardless, because, uh, I think uh, because, it's yeah, interesting. Because Aunt and Uncle are such small characters in that story that they're just caregivers, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care about their backstory uh, until you brought this up. But, you know, even the little bit we saw in the prequels was enough to, like, oh, okay, so that's the relationship. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, but uh, you have opened up a can of worms, Brad. I think we pulled
0: all the worms out of the can, though. I think, I think we can just close the can now and bury it in the backyard.
1: That's the fun thing about, about the Star Wars universe is that the, these deep dives into small lines or small characters or small moments. Yeah. Uh, is so much fun. I, I love the digging. And it's know. fun
0: that it still happens, you know, 40 years later. Yeah. Or whenever, whatever, in relation to whatever movie you're talking about. You know? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, so let's wrap it up. As a reminder, Sunday, September the 6th, we're going to record Half Hour Wasted episode 500. If you would like to participate in that Skype phone call, send us an email at halfhourwasted@gmail.com. At Give us your Skype name and your Skype handle so we can find you. And we will return your email with uh, one of two hours in the evening in which we will call you either in the 6 PM central or the 7 PM central. And we will record the video. If you don't want to be a part of the video phone call, just answer the call with audio only.
1: Or if you want to leave us a voicemail, we can play it back or an email email is half, half hour wasted at gmail.com. And our new voicemail is real easy to remember. It's go wax type nine or four, six, nine, 298-9739. 469-298-9739. The old one stopped working.
0: I assumed it would work forever. And you know what happens when you assume. Repeat the number one more time, Frank. Uh, give us the 46- give us the, the fancy code.
1: I like that. Go wax type 9. G-O W A X T Y B E and the number 9. Remember the old phones you'd pull off the wall and you'd put them up to your ear and go, Give me... (laughs)
0: Give me uh, Johnson Road 14. (laughs) Operator, go ask Type 9, please. Operator, Uh, operator.
1: Connecting. So with that said, Brad, let's wrap this puppy up. Guys, we want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, We're going to record another episode here for next week. That one will be Billless as well. But uh, he will be back for episode 500. Until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brett. And we'll see you next time on F.R. Wasted.